Thank you for tuning back into Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux, coming to you from downtown Brooklyn. Again, joining me today, I have our wonderful guests on the panel. We have a very, very spirited bunch. Yesterday, we were talking about gentrification, and today, we're going to be talking about bail reform. I have joining me again, Neil Rubenstein. He's a comic. He's born in New York City. He now lives in Long Island. He travels around the country doing comedy from states that begin with a vowel and states that don't. Um, he describes himself as a libertarian socialist. Is there anything you want to add, Mr. Rubenstein? Well, I, I'm a socialist, but until then, I'm a, get, get off my lawn, government, get off my lawn. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you're not going to take complete control, don't take any, like, don't pretend, don't. Okay. You know I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, like, it does. Uh, you do have libertarian qualities. Though. Yeah, but okay. if but if everything was socialized, I'd be totally cool. That's that's great. Okay. Okay. So here's the other thing. Um, let me uh, then take our conversation over to Champagne Cherie. Uh, you're a former business student of Asa College here in New York, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You said you work as a, le a legal assistant. God no. No. I minored in legal assistant, but I would never do that. Why? Why did you go to school for it? Um, because my parents didn't believe in following dreams, and so I did a plan B just for them to just for them to um, be happy that I did something outside of what I wanted to do, but I actually followed what I wanted to do. What do you want to do? Engineering for um, vocals. Girl, you got oh oh. That's oh, so I you do. know, so you should be all I work up in a on studio. Yeah. Okay, so you should be all up on this microphone. <laughs> okay, because I do not see those earphones. I'm on the on boards. I'm not usually in the mic. I'm on oh, the boards. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, well now you know what it's like on the other side. Look, look at that. Okay, and um, and then I have uh, Danielle Alain. She is currently residing in Long Island, New York. Jamaica I'm sorry, Queens. Queens. That, well, that, that's Long Island that's to me. That's almost Long Island. Dang. Yeah, and to everybody else. She is pursuing her legal degree in entertainment law. She's approaching her bachelor's. And Danielle, what do you think you're going to end up going to school at? After, after Berkeley. My choices are stuck between Columbia and Howard. Mm, interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. I would tell you to go to Howard University just because just I, I, I like black and brown. Cause yeah, but all your, skin folk, all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. Yeah, shout out to Rachel, my trans She said, sister. all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. Okay, so <laughs> yesterday we were talking about gentrification, and today I wanted to talk about bail reform. Um, in the past, I've described to people that uh, this show was created while I was incarcerated. Uh, I actually was there with my legal piece of paper and that little pen that they allow you to have in jail. If you can get the pen. Sometimes you just have to have a pencil, but they don't want you to stab anybody. So um, this show was created behind bars. And um, no, I'm not a no, I've not been in prison. I've not been in upstate. No, you know, I didn't drop the soap. But <laughs> what did happen is as a male of color, I found myself um, having a little bit of trouble, uh, having a little bit of trouble in regards to being outspoken, 
being African American and being speaking my mind, I find that America has a problem with women that speak their mind. America has a problem with men of color that speak their mind. Yeah. America has a problem with any marginalized group that decides to challenge the power structure. Now, let's let's go on our first point here. The media tells of crime increases within New York State, yet crime in the rest of the United States is on the decline. Um, the Republicans will say it's because of the changes that they made. They won't think about the fact that there were eight years prior to them that a whole bunch of things were put into place. And the Democrats will say, you know what? Let's let's keep everybody out of jail. And so now you have gang members and now you have MS-13 people that are thinking, well, if you protest against me, if you protest against me, I am not going to I may or may not have to pay a bail. But if I have to pay a bail, it's going to be a low bill. And then I'm going to get out and I'm going to fuck you up. Or at least that's what the right side thinks. Um, Neil, I want to come to you for a second. I want to ask you, since you've traveled around the country, do you feel that crime enforcement is different here in New York than it is anywhere else in the country? In America, police seem to have the same kind of presence everywhere, at least in my, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't don't know. Police have the same presence in Champaign. Are you comfortable with the police presence that you see in your neighborhood? No, I'm not. Only because I feel like they're searching for something to do because they have nothing to do because there's so much police that people don't want to do crime. So they're looking for people to do crimes so that they can have some kind of job that they're getting paid for. So from what I understand, they would call this the militarization of the police force. I believe so. Okay. In in, in Danielle, that militarization is one of the reasons. The fact that you're going into law, why did you go into entertainment law and not criminal law? I am not going to, I have an issue with just prosecuting my people. Uh, It's bad enough. We have a bad rap as it is to continue to sit there and fight for criminal cases. It's not my thing. And coming from the entertainment industry, I used to work in the industry. The last movie I did was Godfather of Harlem and the Central Park Five Mm-hmm. when they see us on Netflix. Well, we're certainly getting movie. good content in New York when it comes to uh, crime and, and this whole bail reform thing. Um, before, we were sort of talking about the documentary by Ava DuVernay, 13th, uh, it, and based on the 13th Amendment. Um, and off the top of my head, I can't even remember what the 13th Amendment is. Abolishment of slavery. Okay, the abolishment of uh, slavery. Yet, when we incarcerate people and we don't give them the opportunity to earn a living wage, when we restrict them from their voting rights and when we restrict them from their freedom, is that not a form of enslavement? Yeah, that's the whole point of this thing. That's why the new Jim Crow laws were passed. After slavery was abolished, they made sure that if any criminal, if you were a criminal out of the South, the Jim Crow law was, we're going to lock you up and find any kind of way to lock you up to make Mm. sure we take your rights away. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, in the 13th Amendment, there's a clause that says when you're in prison, you can still be a slave. That's basically it. Yeah. Right? That's right. It's the form yeah. of slavery. Well, the Constitution also says that uh, uh, 
black person um, is three fifths of a person. Yeah, and I've always is that felt in the Constitution that we that don't have the rights that we have privilege. Yes, yes. Or property. Yes. So my problem with that is, as long as that statement is in the current Constitution, I cannot give value to the Constitution as a document. As an independent, I feel that until that line is removed, I have very little respect for the Constitution. That's why I was a, a, a Kaepernick supporter. That's why um, I do not salute the flag because the flag was created during a time of enslavement. Now, I look at uh, crime enforcement and putting people behind bars where some people have not even been prosecuted for a crime. And what has happened is that they are not able to bail themselves out. So these bails are so high well, you know, you scratch somebody, so we're going to get you for a felony because the person has a bodily mark. And so suddenly there's a possibility that we can get you, we'll offer you a four to seven if you plea out. Four to seven? For scratching somebody? <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Okay. Yeah, well, once I you're actually in the um, was uh, arrested twice this month, um, New Girl. Year's Eve, Girl. to the holiday, and then actually last week. So I just found out about bail reform. By being inside of it. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a black woman who's who's kind of cute, you know, and and you got personality. Okay, but I don't know what you like when you're drinking, girl. What are you saying? You got arrested twice. Um, I have a troubled teen, and so it is now against the law to put your hands on your teen. My teen decided to put her hands on me, and I obviously lost it because why would you? And they mom? arrested you. They arrested me. See, and I believe that these laws are set up. Because they want some of these urban families to fail. Yeah. I really believe that they took the right to discipline your child at your discretion away, not because they wanted to make sure that the children are not being abused, but because there's a certain mentality that goes along with children that are not disciplined properly or to your leisure that you would think would be the proper way to um, discipline your children. So what you're saying to the audience and to the panel here is that you're a parent. And yeah, as yeah. a parent, you were trying to discipline your child. Yes. Now, 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 now I'm sorry. Now, Nania, you, you probably ain't going to like this. But I feel that every problem that we have in the United States goes back to enslavement. Now, yeah. back in the day, back in the day when you, you were on the plantation, okay, and there was a possibility of your rambunctious child being sold to another plantation, you were going to take your kid and you were going to beat the shit out of them so they wouldn't get whipped by the slave master. Now, y'all in the y'all out there listening on Spotify or listening on iTunes, wherever you're listening in, if you don't understand what I'm saying, look up your history. And for those of you down south, and those of you in Texas and Arizona, you may not even have the right history books. So let's just keep it real. Okay? <laughs> that might be true. Okay. But let's let's come back here. So mm-hmm. so this has been a problem in black families for a while. Right. Families have been broken apart by a system put together, not by our own choice. Right. Okay. And so now, before we had to discipline the kids to save their lives. Right. Now, if we discipline the children, then... They we have ruin to deal, their lives. Right. What do we call that? ACS? The yeah. children's? ACS. Whatever. We want to put them in foster care. Yep. Okay. Now, this is why I'm a That's pro- where my babies are right now, actually. Okay. This is this. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Because I was arrested. I was the only parent. Oh, so. oh. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah. hold on. I need to flip the script right wow. here. Girl, you ch- your kids are in foster care? Yeah, but, but I have a, a kindred foster why. parent who's a friend of mine who's 
taking on the brunt of the responsibility kids. right now as I am working through this caseload. Oh hell no, Neil! I, you up, look yeah. like you wanted to add. Something. Well, my my sister in law went through the same thing, but she's a white woman. Okay, um, she got her kids, kids, kids back. She got three kids taken away from her. Yeah, yeah. It's poor. I'm telling you guys, like you guys are very convinced it's all black. I'm telling you, it's poor. Well, it's, it's more black versus the poor. I it's not all black, but it's I more black. Agree. I agree that it's more and black. brown. I agree. Not to, yeah, I not to forget my Latinos and in, 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 in Indo Caribbeans out there. But they always leave out poor people. Yeah, and I'm telling you. The government wants that. They want you guys to forget about us guys, so we're in battle. Now, I'm, now to everybody who is uh, listening, I am reaching across the table and I'm shaking <laughs> Neil's hand. One of the things that amazes me about Verbal Assault live stream is that whoever you think you're in disagreement with, there's always a point where you're like, oh my God, we're in agreement. And so what I love is the fact that um, we find that we are... Often, often we have the same common enemy, and it always comes down to the government. Yeah. Now, yeah. The, hell what, yeah. Okay, Danielle, what's your thought on bail reform? What needs to happen here in the in you? You said you saw Thirteenth, this award-winning documentary. You said you saw it three times, and you saw it in legal class. Your thought on this bail reform is what? We shouldn't have it. It needs to be abolished. Simple as that. Khalif Browder, for those of you who don't know, was arrested back in 2016 for stealing a backpack from some kid. The backpack contained a iPhone, a digital camera, and some other minuscule items. Uh, the police ran down on Khalif two weeks later, locked him up, said he stole this book bag, whatever. Of course, no black kid walking down the street, so let's pin the crime on him. Uh, Khalif's family didn't even have $1,000 to help bail him out of jail, hence why we need to get rid of bail reform. A lot of these so inmates... So we need to not have bail reform. No. We need to abolish bail We need bail to abolish altogether. the whole bail system together. Yes. I mean, this is yes. the reason why most of these inmates are detainees are behind bars now because we, they cannot right. afford for their non, bail. Right. For nonviolent. So they're detainees, well. they're detainees that we label them as inmates and we're treating them as criminals before a crime has even been proven to take place. Exactly. Right. Unless, of course, now the bail reform is supposed to take place unless you commit a violent crime. But I, you know, I'm considered violent. I'm considered violent. Listen, I'm part Irish, and where I come from, if you say the wrong thing, you get you get knocked the fuck out. I don't think that's violent. I think that's shut the hell up unless you want to get popped. My crime was violent. It was assault, and I definitely uh, was able to go back home. After. Does your child have any bruises? She had a few. Did she lose some teeth? <laughs> no. Do you? Did you have bruises? No. Uh, do you have family that's counseling? Do I? Yes. No. Why? Um, a lack of opportunity. Okay. Do you think counseling could help? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So what you're essentially saying to me is that in lieu of being arrested as a parent, if you were given some type of system that you could get parent, parental counseling or classes, you feel that that would have helped you as a parent? If the classes were effective, yeah. Okay, Neil, are you a parent? I, 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 no, but it, it's it comes down to poor again, man. Like, you can't. There's, I'm on Medicare, and they Medicaid, whatever the one is, and they, if I would have an easier time getting checked into rehab for drug abuse 
than I would if I told them I was going to kill myself. Now, this is an interesting point that you make because I'm a person and I'm living in an SRO. That's called a single room occupancy hotel. I don't fit the criteria. Now, listen, guys, you know, I've done drugs and I only do the high end shit if I'm going to do it. Okay, <laughs> I'm only going to do the high end shit. But you know, there, there's there's people that drink recreationally. There's people that use drugs recreationally. Oh, yeah. And don't tell my probation officer, please. But anyway, um, what I am saying is the fact that listen, you've got presidents now that are admitting to the fact, yo, yeah, I took a toke, I smoke marijuana, smoking marijuana is trendy. I think the whole problem that we have with drugs is the fact that we're not able to control these people. In other words, we can control them if they're addicts. But if they're not addicts, and if they are utilizing this opportunity of the drug trade to make money, and the government is not brokering the deal, right. suddenly there's a problem. Suddenly it, quote unquote, becomes a violent crime or a federal crime, and then the whole system changes. Neil, I see you thinking. You want to add something here? Well, no, I, you know. That's yeah. just like prostitution, though. They Should couldn't put a cap on how much they were making. They it couldn't is, gauge how much they were making. Is, so they made sense. it illegal yeah. um, so that they can ensure that you don't make the money that they can't count. Mm -hmm. Danielle, have you ever had any, because, um, uh, you know, sister, I'm an Aries. I'm a fire sign. I'm a oh, fiery wow. fire sign. And you're a Libra. And we know Ow. we know that you're we know that you're a fighter. Oh, you're a Libra too. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. So we know that you're a fighter for justice. What yep. you hide behind a smile, if the smile goes, it's a wrap. Now, Danielle, talk to me here and tell me: Have you had any um, situations with law enforcement where you or somebody you know, because of a bail, you it created a whole different family dynamic or family drama? Yes. Um, more recently, my uncle was uh, incarcerated for things like sexual assault or something. Well, that's kind of a big. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of sexual assault going on these days. Um, yeah, but the girl that claimed he, she, he sexually assaulted her, like made the whole thing up or something. Well, how do we know that? I don't know. But aren't but, um, we innocent until proven guilty? Well, Closely. but that's the farce. Yeah. We're innocent it. until proven guilty oh. unless you're a person of color. Now, I just saw Just Mercy last night. I don't know what that is, so explain to the audience. Just Mercy is a book by Brian Stevens. Brian Stevens is an attorney in the South. Went to Howard University, uh, Harvard, excuse me, University. Well, graduate. Howard Howard is does sound like Harvard if you say it fast. <laughs> it does. Harvard it does. University. Harvard, Harvard. Sorry, my New Yorker accent. Uh -huh. um, he basically was fighting for a, a guy, Walter McMillan, uh, for a rape and murder. Okay. And Brian Stevens opens up a uh, company called Equal Justice uh, Initiative. Right on. And he helps death row inmates get out of death row. Is that a movie right now? Yes, with, it is. Who's starring Michael in that B. movie? Jordan and Jamie oh, Foxx. Oh, and I want to see mm -hmm. that it's movie. It's so good. Well, right now, as of you know, right now what we have is we have a lot of talent that are behind bars. Yeah. I would like to let our audience know that here in New York State, where this show films from. New York State currently has 50 prison, uh, let me get this right. There are 50 different prisons here in the state of New York. Those prisons will constitute small cities. These prisons are comprised of black and brown peoples mostly. 
not entirely. Those who uh, have not, uh, you know, who may not have the ability to pay for an attorney. Right. Who may not have the ability to have the political connections, who may not have the ability to uh, maneuver because, Neil, what'd you say? You said because you're poor. poor. (laughs) You're poor. And now what I'm seeing when I I go into the uh, incarcerated populations is I'm seeing Eastern Europeans. I'm seeing... um, I, I I am seeing those from the Balkans. From the Balkans, yeah, weird stuff. And Lord knows, don't let your name be Ali or Malek or uh, Baba Mohammed. or Ma- Mohammed. Oh no, that that'll just get you locked up quick. So um, we, I, I wanted to touch on uh, just a couple of more things. Thirteenth um, in this documentary back in the day touched on the for-profit prison system. We discuss some of the companies that have benefited from for-profit prisons. Prison labor. Now, thank you. Thank you. I stand corrected. Uh, okay, so prison labor is no longer about just making license plates. No, some no. of the food that you purchase is yeah. supported by prison labor. Mm-hmm. So let's explain what prison labor is for those of you that are not aware. Prison labor means that even though the wage in the state of New York may be $15 an hour, prison labor means that you may work a job for eight or ten hours and make a dollar and fifty cents. And I think I'm kind of on the high end there. So let's discuss some of those companies. <laughs> You're funny. No, it's very so true. Like, as long as they're making something that's technically not slavery. Well, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. Now, yes, well, yes. If you're, in pr- if you're in prison, that's the exemption of the 13th Amendment. Yes. Is if you're in prison, you're a slave. You're a slave. Yes. You could be a slave. Companies like indentured servitude. Companies like Facebook. Facebook is considered the liberal bastion of media. Facebook has been has been called out profiting off of of the prison system. Is that bad? Um, my production manager and director is signaling to me Victoria's Secret. Uh, Ikea. Those of you internationally know it as Ikea. Um, there is Google. Google, uh, the information powerhouse. There There's is also Lockheed and Martin and like real bad companies, like terrible. But wait a minute. But you're talking about the bad companies. I'm talking about Facebook is supposed to be Lockheed a good company. Martin. Google is supposed to be good. Whole Foods, is, is, you know, Verizon. Verizon being this media communications juggernaut. And then you have Sears, J.C. Penney. But but yet, if you went into these places as a person of color, um, I'm sorry, brother. I'm always talking about race, aren't I? My, you know, my production manager told me, she said to me, she he she said, Marquis, you're interested in identity politics. I'm like, girl, I'm not interested in identity politics. You are identity politics. Why would you say that? <laughs> it just exudes. It, it does. It really oozes. It does. <laughs> You don't have to be yeah. something you already it's okay, are. It's okay, man. I'm a visual person. What do That's you want good. from me? But I'm I want to know. But I want to know what roles, what, 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 what labels do you all fit into? Because this show is about breaking those labels. Who the hell heard of a comedian who's Jewish, who's a libertarian socialist? Ain't nobody heard of that till me today. Wait, you eat bacon too? Uh, I mean, I don't like it. What? You don't like bacon? <laughs> but He's I'm not, Jewish. I'm not so what? It. <laughs> what? what that mean? I'm not sorry, against it. I'm not Jewish, Jewish religiously. I mean, oh, did they eat pork or something? Oh, kosher stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. shellfish. It's, what, it's the same rules as Muslim. Oh, oh okay. 
Yeah. No, but and Muslims. That's why I couldn't be a Muslim. Muslims, so. I don't. Because, like, they I might can't eat even shellfish. Be a unless I put an asterisk at the bottom that says bacon. Because, like, I'm never giving what? that up. Oh. Boy, Muslims eat shellfish? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think they're as strict about th- that. Muslim machine? <laughs> Shane is Korean and Irish. Our new junior oh, editor is Korean and Irish. Oh, there, there I go again with the t- identity politics. Oh my God! Look. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, you know. So what's the problem with um? <laughs> what are we talking about? With uh, people working in the jails for these companies? The, you can't the, be doing that. Oh, you, you, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but, but com- sister, I just said you could work the whole day for a dollar and fifty cents. No, you want to ask me what the problem? So, okay, so to my understanding, when you're prosecuted and found guilty, not the people that are not found guilty yet because they're supposed to be innocent, but the people that are found guilty of whatever crime due to lack of evidence or due to the abundance of evidence, for whatever reason they're found guilty, they should have the same exact working pay and rights as people that are What should happen is that... They yes, they are getting room and board, not right, by their not, own choice. What are, what are they paying Hold on, for? hold on. Three hots in a cot is not living. Yes. Let's be real. Three hots in a cot is not living. And also, the food is terrible. Then, wouldn't that make you, honey? You're making it sound. Crime? You're making it sound like the you know Starline Cruises. The food I is know, terrible. The, I know. the major the major <laughs> issue here is that the companies that are profiting from indentured servitude are the companies that own the jails that make the policies so they're making laws to make you into the system to keep you in the system because they make more money from it if they weren't profiting from making policies they wouldn't make the dumb policies they make i love how neil came in as a guest today and he's making more sense about this than i do as the host i'm loving (laughs) that i'm loving that um Champagne. It's not yeah. all about identity. Champagne. What, what, what do you What do you think? Um, being a mother, having been arrested, and and having a troubled teen that's also been arrested. Right. Who sounds the teen sounds like they need mentorship. Are you a single parent? I am. And the right is going to talk about the fact that it all starts in the home. So you're going to get blamed as a woman of color. Where Where Where's the father? Uh, around. Okay. Around. <laughs> But not not we're, not in the household. Not, we're not there. So the right likes to. But, but does that mean that a mother who's struggling should be jailed up? I don't believe so. As a mother that's struggling, I I wouldn't agree to that. No. Okay, <laughs> um, Neil, we talked about for-profit prison systems. We mentioned all these different companies, and I should add, I'm getting a note from the side that the Corrections Corporation of America. You know, the United States is a corporation. The prison system is a corporation. Um, what would happen? What would happen if we made poor people a corporation? Hmm? Yeah, that's an rich. odd question, that's isn't a, it? That's the socialist. That's the workers unite. That's woo. That's the, that's what a union is. Woo union what? union. That's what unions are. Yeah. That's why it's so crazy to me that like the middle of America will be cool with being in a union and having a pension and a four hundred one k, but then they're anti socialism. Like why isn't why don't you want your health care paid? Because for? it sounds your like- roads and your military and your pension. But God forbid our health care. What what are you talking about? It's so it's all socialism. Hmm. Interesting. Danielle, I see you nodding your head. Now, honey, you said you saw that movie. Sister, 
I want you to take a minute and a half. I want you to tell me real quick about that movie. And girl, don't go over a minute and a half. Or I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Like, I mean, he fine as I don't know what lips. She trying to get a date. We trying to talk about the movie. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Him and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, but Jamie, Jamie Foxx is sitting on the fence. So go ahead with Michael oh, B. Jordan. Oh, shoot, it's right there. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say uh, this entire movie in itself really opened my eyes to how the Southern prison system is and how many of the minorities that are locked up in these jails and in these prisons are definitely uh, not given a fair And when you trial. say minorities, you mean people of color or you Black, mean poor? Black, brown, minority, Hispanic, Asian, whatever you want to call them. Does that include the white poor? Mm. Yes, it does. It did. I mean, so they, they discriminated the, against them as well. Yeah, they're okay. worse, okay. they're worse okay. than black. And, and, and so in the South than they are here. They're way worse than black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one of the main characters testified against Michael B. Jordan's character. He was a poor. Yeah. Okay, I can give you. Well, can, uneducated uh, white man. I can give you 30 more seconds. So you think what about bail reform? It should be done for. Done. That's done. It. Your position hasn't changed. It needs to go. Yeah. And. Uh, you realize in lieu of having no bail at all, not just like bail reform prison, going so now everyone has bail. Prison <laughs> and sure jails and you know correctional facilities. These have not been these are tools, tools. that are claimed to be set up to help people reform. Res- reform themselves to get back into recidivism. And I can see that this is not something that's happening. This is not something that's going to take place, and it's not really a deterrence it's to like keep a people. Wave. Basically, it's not a deterrence to keep people from committing these crimes. Okay, Neil, um, I'm going to give you a quick final thought before I do a closeout here today. A final thought, uh, yeah. I guess, it would be that like the one caveat or the few caveats, like yeah, when we're dealing with the South, it it is more white black. I will definitely concede to that. Like. Um, like the Tulsa, the Black Wall Street thing, where yes. it's strict. That was strictly, that was rich black people. Yeah, that okay. was okay. That wasn't a white versus. Yeah. That wasn't a white versus. I, I, I wish, I wish thing, you but. had brought up Tulsa earlier, but we're going to have to make another day for that program. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Verbal Assault live stream on this Tuesday. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux, coming to you from downtown Brooklyn. I want to thank my guests, Danielle Alain, Champagne Cherie, and Neil uh, Rubenstein. We will see you guys tomorrow when we discuss Hillary waivers on supporting Bernie while Australia burns. Thank you for turning into Verbal Assault live stream. Bye-bye. Good night.